Hey everyone, welcome to Zeitgeist Zealots. I'm Forrest. I'm Major. I'm Robbie. And today we're going to talk about uh, the new She-Hulk. We're going to talk about the new uh, Rings of Power. There is a tempest new... in me. It swept me to this podcast and it will not be quailed by you, Forrest. Yeah, Sorry, what were you saying? Uh, there's also, there was a, some sort of um, emotional tempest going on and um house the dragon i'm sure and some sort of um scientific tempest going on in rick and morty two shows i didn't watch this week but y'all did but let's talk about the ones i did watch so she hulk yeah uh, i think this was the worst episode yet nah I'd best say. episode yet are you just a big jamila jamal jamila jamil i, I mean jamila jamal or jamila jamil i call her I jj really jj yeah, that's, I mean, no, for, that's, again, that's, just, oh, she's Spider-Man's boss. So, um, <laughs> anyway, no, she's but yeah, the, so uh, director of Lost. Oh, oh okay, yeah, oh, that's nice. Or the, uh, the director of Star Wars, Star Trek, and he'll be rebooting something else sometime soon. Oh. Maybe he'll reboot. Um, Bad reboot. That's what his company should be called. That's that's a joke I stole off of Twitter like a thousand years ago. Like I'm, I, it, it's been said a thousand times, but there's really no. I don't know who to give credit to for that. Well, um, it's I think not his, a major his deal original. with DC is because like I think they just he was going to do a Constantine show or just just the dark <sighs> movie, and they just announced a new Constantine movie with Keanu Reeves. All right. I mean, like guys, I don't like to admit it often. Uh, I mean. Because you guys aren't my wife, but I'll do it. I'll do it here. I'll do it live on there. I'll do it to all the listeners. I was wrong. I was excited about Zaslav cutting and slashing dumb projects and and trying to preserve the holy name that is Batman. Um, but HBO cut um, the Cape Crusader, which uh, for well, the listeners don't know. Back, I think. Well, maybe like a few weeks. Well, like, like the same week mm-hmm. they cut Batgirl, I think. Um, well. They- they can't. Mm. They, they they turn down Cape Crusade for HBO Max, but it might be going Netflix or Hulu or probably Amazon. They're probably real hungry for content. Maybe even Peacock. Who has Peacock? Is it only for the? I think people just like The Office at Peacock, right? Pretty much. Which is stupid because like pretty much they have like uh, Office uh, marathons on Comedy Central and uh, Freeform all day. <laughs> Who has cable? Look at this. Well, I'm forced to have cable. <laughs> I know yeah. HOA suck. Uh, but speaking of suck, let's talk about She-Hulk. Yeah, so uh, Titania sued her for copyright infringement. And yes. um, she won because of her bad dates. Yeah, we talked about how she was She-Hulk. Excuse me. She won from establishing a pattern of using the name She-Hulk uh, before the trademark was established. Uh, I didn't know we were going to jump right into the end, but if we are, can I just point out, that's not how the legal system works. Like, this is a generation that grew up on law and order. It's not tit for tat. It's not the prosecutor show a video on YouTube and then the defense shows a video on YouTube. Like, we all know, like, this isn't how the legal system works. Why did they write this? Let's just pray they don't make Jessica Gal the showrunner for Daredevil Born Again. Or we're all in a lot of trouble because that's gonna be like a lawyery show too. Although I think that last season he was—he didn't do any lawyering except like he, he faked being Foggy Nelson for like an episode to go in the jail so they do that the um the, the, the fight scene. Um, so yeah, so I'm not sure about the legal comings and goings of copyright infringement, but it just seemed to me that um 
you know, of all the the, the whole thing's thing stupid. Like, so I texted you guys this: like, there are a million, billion, bajillion crimes out there that the superheroes are committing or have been uh, have commit, been committed against. Like, there are so many cool, fun, different things the writers could have done that she could have been defending in the courtroom. But instead, we went with <laughs> copyright, uh, copyright infringement, and then like you know the week before that, like Wong. I mean, I can understand that for an established hero like Iron Man or Thor, because obviously we saw their T-shirts and stuff, because they've been copyrighted by other people. But um, she looks like brand new, like she hasn't like done anything. You know, she's only been around for like what a minute. So I, I'm sure think- Stark jumped on that copyright early. I think this yeah. is this this is Marvel's chance to have another Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness moment where like you can throw in cameos of characters that you know you're never gonna fucking do in a movie or in a serious project, right? Like throw in Howard the Duck, right? Have have yeah. She-Hulk have to defend Howard the Duck in some zany 30-minute trial case episode, right? Like that would be so much fun. <laughs> but instead, like we're we're cutting lines like this like the, the main character is just not a likable person right like how funny it would be if howard the duck was being sued by disney because he was too similar to donald duck see this is meta and she's <laughs> meta right like this would be fantastic and like look i'm not saying we're writers you're a writer you're a fantastic writer uh we we might be doing another one of your scripts here um in the future soon, oh, yeah. but uh, like, look, like, how long did that brainstorming take? Less than two minutes, right? Yeah, we've, we've already got, we've already got better storylines. Yeah, lines. Feige, hire us. You know, we'll we'll make the DC <laughs> great again. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I would DC great again. We'll make Marvel great again. <laughs> we'll make the MCU great again. <laughs> Mama, Mama. Yeah. What was I uh, thinking of earlier? Werewolf by Night, yeah. Um, I think they released like a news bulletin or something saying like it's, it's inspired by the Universal Studios movies, like you know the Mummy and the Wolfman, obviously. Yeah, I can see and, that. Um, oh, just like the, yeah, like the old classic movies. Yeah, like I love those uh, black and white. Mm-hmm. And isn't it funny that you know Marvel might be getting their old their own horror universe off the ground with Werewolf by Night, Ghost Rider, Blade. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I want to horror. Horror. <laughs> pronounce that a little bit better. Horror universe. Uh, what's another one? The Dark Hole Redeemers, maybe. The but Dark probably Hole. Just the, the Dark Hole. I mean, Doctor Strange is sort of a horror character. I mean, that's that's sort of what Doctor Strange 2 was. Night. Well, it, was it could have been with Nightmare. It was just more yes, Sam The Raimi. Marvel horror universe, just like Doctor Strange, Werewolf by Night, and Ghost Rider on the, on the corner, and like leggings and makeup. Hey, I mean, like, look, if Doctor Strange is trying to destroy the dark hole, I'm okay with that. <laughs> it's fun. But yeah, they might be getting their own horror universe off the ground. And Ooh, it's funny because Univer- Universal tried to get their own horror universe off the One ground more. with the mummy, remember? <laughs> One more. The book, of, the book of Ass Shanti. All right, I think book I'm done. Ass- Isn't that a singer from the 90s, Ashanti? Uh, I think. Oh, you're, thinking, you're thinking of Ashanti. Wait, no. Yeah, Ashanti was an actual singer. Uh, well, I'm talking about the Book of Ashanti, and I'm just making an ass to make it. That's dirty. like the Kama like, Sutra for like sorcerers, I guess. Yeah, sure, I like it. Like the ancient one would like rub oil on her bald head and just rub it all over your body. 
That's so, first stuff. Back to She-Hulk. <laughs> Tells you how much we love top. We love She-Hulk. <laughs> we just like look for any reason to go off. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah, to, finish my to finish my thought, I think it's interesting yes. that like Marvel's trying to get their own horror universe going with like Werewolf by Night, Ghost Rider, and all this. And like Universal failed, so it's like sort of like sticking at Universal. But um, yeah, back to She-Hulk. So Titania was really annoying in this episode. I'm really surprised. I know Jamila Jamal is like British because she was in that show, The Good Place, which I think I started watching. I thought it was kind of a little too quirky, a little too silly for me. But people seem to like it. How far did you watch like two episodes? I know. I know The Good Place is really the bad place, though, right? Yeah, but like you gotta watch like the first two seasons before, and like the first two seasons are great. The, so the first about, couple episodes are, are a lot. It's like, why can't the first season be good? Like Clone Wars, Star Trek because Next it's, Generation? Because it's, it's a character arc. It's like um, like Shit's Creek. Like, you can't watch Shit Creek out of order. Like, you can watch any set. You can watch Seinfeld in every... You can watch Seinfeld in any kind of order. It doesn't fucking matter. But, like, you can't watch Shit's Creek out of order. <laughs> even though it's a sitcom. Well, skip the first two seasons, <laughs> Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, was, really, yeah. I think Seinfeld, Seinfeld even like get pop until season four. But I mean, the only thing you miss episodes. is just like some little callbacks here and there. Yeah, Jerry's dad skipped the first <laughs> season of Seinfeld. Why shouldn't you? Yeah, if I start watching Star Trek Next Generation and Picard's Borg, I think I probably missed something. So, so let me ask uh, you this: Let's tangent one more time. Uh, when we're we're in a culture of if it's not an instant hit in season one, it's canceled. It's one and done with Netflix, yep. especially Netflix, calling yeah. everything HBO cutting left and right. That. Like, are we are we missing out on future masterpieces because I'm we don't allow them? To Do you really think Rings of Power is going to be a masterpiece in its third season? Yeah, they got five seasons. They already put a billion well, dollars into it. Why not? There's going to be so much fan feedback over four years to to create yeah. the next two seasons like how, like well amazon's not gonna cancel like not, they spent too much well yeah i don't know how do you not like they're, they're pop committed like you can't spend a billion dollars on a five season run get one season and be like we fucked up dude that would send your stare that would send your share price to the ground that would scare investors so much especially when they're competing with house of the dragon you know they don't want to like because that's going to keep on going for like at least like three seasons yeah and then a uh, boom and another spinoff like this is yeah. house of the dragon was the best thing that happened to hbo like incredible numbers uh well, i guess succession everyone like they gets dominated for like a bunch of Emmys yes and, true you know, true true but like we all vowed like we all we all we all cut our wrists and we took a vow together that we would never watch any game of thrones spinoff because season eight was so bad but you know what? Time heals all wounds. Three, well, four years later. Well, they already d did they? The, the showrunners are not involved with Good the show at all. Good thing I didn't take that oath. <laughs> what, Rob? Yeah. You're the you're the one who who sent out the text message. Wait, is this not yeah. your number? Who have I been texting for four years? <laughs> so Titania uh, lost, <laughs> and she was like, "You're a hater." And Titania was really annoying, and we didn't even get to see her use her powers. We didn't find anything else about Titania except that no, we she's annoying. That she can, we don't, she's we don't even find out. We don't even find out. Through a wall. Yeah, why did she do that? We don't even find out why she did that. Why was she trying to stop that trial? Oh my! Yeah, she got right. confused, like she didn't mean to be in there. Can we hire a lawyer to like ask these questions? I'll I'll, I'll hit up Legal Eagle because I have a lot of questions. Like yeah, one, can you assault somebody? And then sue them for copyright infringement later. At what point does that become assault? Right? Like I'd be what like, if Look, she took it this that woman, way? this woman <laughs> ran through the side of a courtroom, a courthouse, 
attacked me for no reason steals my name and then sues me for copyright like infringement like tell me yeah, who, lo who looks like the victim there when you look at yeah. it that way <laughs> how is this woman not canceled yet strength <laughs> is beauty and beauty is strength and then she like she's wearing like that green diaper like ugh, fashion i love it it's so awful <laughs> yeah I so think yeah then she had to, fashion back then they had to go look for the the are you the guy oh my god with the when they were looking for the suit Guys, she uh, and then he has all the off-brand stuff. Oh, my, so that was my favorite. Right, Forrest Avengers asked me. Avengers and Avengers. Forrest <laughs> asked me, "Did I enjoy this episode?" The answer is yes. For this one line, oh, you don't like Avengers? What you want Avengers? Oh, with an eye. That was good. My question is, for a show who prides himself on so much diversity and like inclusion and like mm, breaking stereotypes, like yeah, are you gonna like make the the Asian guy uh, pedal? Um, illegal merchandise like that's, that's like, super. She like, said, that's she super said racist. To him in Chinese. Yeah, dude. Well, like, first of all, <laughs> well, first of all, like, there's racist. no Chinese. It's either Mandarin or Cantonese, right? Like, exactly. A, a Chinese, like an actual Mandarin or Cantonese speaker, wouldn't say you know Chinese. And I'm pretty sure the um, showrunner is uh, name is Jessica Gao. So I'm kind of interested how that sort of slipped through. But Avengers, Avengers. So do like, you see all the differences good. in the in the characters? Like Thor had a shovel. Yeah, I, oh, and no, like that was Hulk was purple. It was fun and it oh, was, that's, it was uh, clever. Yeah, people, I liked it. That's Crunk. That's Crunk from the Justice Friends. Remember from Dexter's Lab? There was like a, oh, a, a oh, show yeah. within the show. It was basically their parody of the Avengers. There was Major Glory, Val Hallen, who was Thor. Major Glory. Major Glory was Captain America. The the imbragable Crunk or something like that. <laughs> and they were all they were all in a like yeah it's like the, Man, the incorrigible so the incorrigible crunk but yeah they uh, were all like you know a parody of the avengers and they were living in a i'm surprised that didn't become a show because that was like so cool although they're probably already getting they would have got sued by marvel they kept going but that was back when like, marvel didn't <laughs> buy anyone that was by the same guy just primal so like, I that's that, a show that, was back, back. that was back before marvel had enough money to sue anybody that was they back were in like, the 90s. They were, they were going bankrupt, so they had yeah, to like get exactly. sell their licenses no, away. They didn't have no that's money why that's why Fox got X Men, Spider Man, uh, Sony got Spider Man, know, yeah. Universal got Hulk. So like they were just whoring themselves out. First, they were that was the first horror universe. Marvel, <laughs> they whored themselves out to every studio who would like they shut their leg to. Guys. So, yeah, so she, yeah. So the B story, uh, basically the um, the who's the, this guy from Incredibles? The girl Edna Mode. This is the yeah. end of the MCU. So let's talk about this B story. Let me ask you this, Robbie. How tall do you think She-Hulk is? She's at least seven feet. She is six seven. Oh, really? That is, is tall, but that is not unheard the of. The way she's kind of like towering over a lot of people and Right. I was gonna guess like seven feet. <laughs> yeah, no, in the comics at least she's six seven. Well, uh, high that's heels. All, that's all we have to go off of uh, right now. Hold on, she needs to reinforce bed, Not but she needs to reinforce high heels. Exactly. So my thing is like, oh, like we need like this special tailor or whatever. No, you don't. A regular tailor can make a suit for a six foot seven woman. They have they, yeah, they have big and tall. They have big the and... WNBA out there or the yeah, but not 
but not the funding to <laughs> like i don't understand like what's going on and it's like oh like i make the finest quality do you want weapons or armor proof like no she doesn't want to be a superhero she wants a suit that fits so she looks good in the courtroom any tailor can fix this you don't need to know a guy you need to know google how did, you, that, how did that family guy go remember that force he's like we have the technology i don't want, to spend, too much. I don't want to spend too much money oh yeah i was trying to remember how they said it the five dollar yes. man that's <laughs> peter and he's he's got like a plunger for a leg and a rake for an arm <laughs> he's like a trash can for like one leg yeah, that was so, back when Family Guy was amazing. What'd you guys think of Pug <laughs> this episode? Pug, I feel so yeah. bad for the actor because like he has to, like literally act like a, a dumbass. Even though he's I like, don't understand like, what character he's playing. Like so, like I love. Uh, I, I'm aware. I've I've worked with uh, sneakerheads before. I'm, I'm very aware of the sneakerhead culture. I love it. I'm glad they included that. Like that was fun. Um, what do they call him? A drip broker. Like that's super cool. Uh, I now want to be referred to as the drip broker, um, or maybe like next time I call a plumber, I'll call him the drip broker. I think that's like a fun oh, term smarter. or whatever. Yeah. But like at the end, um, cutting a, or skipping ahead just real fast, uh, I want to give a special shout out to you, Force, who highlighted, I think like the last podcast or the podcast before that, like the courtroom drawings at the end of the episode. And all I all his shoe collection. And I stuck around at the end of this episode. One, banger song. Two, banging graphics. Like the visuals, like the the texture on like the artist, like the drawing and the courtroom sketches looks awesome. But yeah, Robbie uh, Robbie said it like, let's talk about these shoes for a second. We see some Cyclops shoes. Does this mean the X-Men yeah. already exist? De or Deadpool shoes, yeah. Deadpool shoes. Like, what is happening here? Are, are we saying fuck canon? Does does post -crack Black Panther Vision? Well, those are already talking about the ones. Break, a breakdown video. Nice, love it. <laughs> well, those make sense. The, like, shoes. the X Men ones are the ones that people are talking about. I don't think they have any Spider Man ones because Sony's going to Sony. Um, and I think the showrunner already said there's going to be no Spider Man in the show. So uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, one that I think is Green Goblin. Oh yeah, okay, maybe they can use. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe we'll have to. Well, like, so, re -edit some that. of them they're guessing that they're yeah what they could be. They're just like oh, it's no, green. I mean, it might be a Hulk one if it's like purple. Yeah, and green, exactly. It might be if Hulk. it's green, it's probably. If Sony some of them, like, you oh, just kind of have to go off their color theme. Yeah. So when they're saying yeah. Juggernaut, you got to be careful in the age of IP you you post. So, so exactly. I, well, that's my question for us. Like you have to be careful with the IP you post. So like clearly like this had to be like this had to go through a lot of people so of what does, shoes they're gonna put up there exactly like no one's not gonna like notice the cyclops shoes they're they just stand out they're right at eye level and they're super iconic also can i just point out a lot of the shoe designs are dope af like those are some cool fucking looking shoes <laughs> They, the credits were the best part of this episode. The best part of any She-Hulk episode. Or what was it? He it has, he has two shoes. That's over. One to rock. One to wear and one, yeah. One to rock and one to stock, bro. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yes. So, like, a part of me is like, fuck you. Like, we're in the middle of a supply chain issue, right? Like, we just went through a pandemic where you had fucking hoarding ass bitches buy up all the toilet paper on every single aisle, right? So, like, 
maybe you just buy one pair of shoes and you either fucking wear them or you you enjoy them or right? donate them yeah it's like some little kid out there some little kid out there wants a fucking pair of iron man threes he's not gonna get them because you got one of your lawyer buddies to stand in line with you so you can fucking get two pairs so one can anyway and i bet like the, the people that's who do i mean that. you know i'm not really bitching and complaining i'm just you know, a huge fan of capitalism. See, you know, I trade stocks. Well, it's like this is, like, that's this is this is capitalism gone wrong. It's oh, like this is capitalism what, gone wrong. What if you I know, look up if you say shoes. if you say this is capitalism gone wrong, you know that automatically summons one of my favorite people in the entire world, Matt. Ahoy, yeah. Ahoy. Look who's here. Yeah, we're just talking about uh, people who stand in line for shoes and how they should probably be, um, um, you know, sent to jail. <laughs> I don't know if you go that far. <laughs> Right, That's like, like I was gonna say executed. So I was like, the jail seems like a step down from what I was originally gonna. Think. I would say but this: yeah. if they're if they're if they're standing in line, and they're they're creating a supply chain issue with special edition shoes, and they don't put their card away at the shopping mall or at a grocery store, then yeah, I think maybe jail's a, a better option. They should be taken, you know, out of society. Uh, but yeah. one or the other, I, I think. Well, you know, for the shoes, at least I think it's, it's a little harsh. Yeah. Well, because yeah, one to rock and one to stock, it rhymes. So how can it be wrong? Uh, so funny story about shoe releases. Um, I don't know why we're talking about shoe releases, but okay. Um, and, uh, I, she to, the show. I, I didn't watch it at all. Watched it. <laughs> uh, I worked as a security guard at a mall, and there was a Jordan release where people were lining out like noon before, and uh, like the release was going to be six o'clock the next morning. Well, at two o'clock in the morning, one of the guards went to check uh, the doors and then unlock it. And you're supposed to queue to the store. And as she's unlocking it, they rushed it and completely knocked down the uh, doors. You know, those big doors that go into malls on top of her. So we had to call the police to come clear out the whole mall at two o'clock in the morning. And I'm telling like 40 units showed up. We're like rounding people to get out. And Jeez. people like started getting really upset because we then had to cancel the release event. Holy crap! And so yes, I I hate shoe release events. Hmm. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I'm sure like being a mall security guard around Christmas time is like being working for the Night's Watch. And yes, I did steal that from South Park. Well, but uh, now it's a lot more calm. Like Black Friday is nothing like it was growing up, or especially with 10, internet, 15 years to ago. Amazon. Yeah, now I mean, it's all about online, where you yeah, don't exactly. have exactly, like, and it's all organized. Waiting in line, like retail workers, like it's like a bunch of millennials and like Gen Z, like Zoomers, like they're not putting up with your fucking boomer ass shit. Like staying in line, we're gonna hand out tickets, or or I'm shutting this whole place down. I'll take my Zoomer mentality. I'll take my, my millennial mentality. I will not fucking give this TV to you. Like, that's just like, like, we're not putting up with this shit. Like, you're either going to, like, behave uh, or I will throw it. I'll quit my job right now. <laughs> right? Like, that's well, just like the culture those, we're in. Now you got those people that got bots that can just buy everything up as soon as it, it posts. <laughs> yeah. And, and what's great about society, and I say great in, like, air quotes, right, is if you don't have the technological <laughs> skills for that, you can just go on Fiverr and pay someone to buy a bot to get that PS5 for you for Christmas. Capitalism, motherfucker. Why is yeah. She-Hulk a television show with capitalism around? <laughs> right? Like, well, it's just like, you know, Hollywood this day is very anti-capitalism now. You know, it just seems funny that it would just show just a horrible example of capitalism. Can I just, you know, special even shout like, out. pro-capitalism people would. Special shout this. out to Rings of Power for having a good dad scene. I think that was the first good dad scene I've seen 
in any movie. <gasps> you know what happens when you say oh. your dad twice in a row? It summons the demon himself, the tipper's in town. Uh, Tip is here. Yeah. Well, Tips can tell us how much he loved Rings of Power. I mean, I know, I know, Matt saw Rings of Power at well, least. We're not, we're not there yet. I just want to give a shout out to to Good Dad scenes. I haven't seen one in like four or five years. What was the Good Dad yeah. scene in Rings of Power? Was it the Dying King? Yeah, it was Thor. It was Durin and Durin, which doesn't even make sense lore wise because like Durin's folk believe like Durin like reincarnates uh, in, into their king. So like, my question is, how can Durin reincarnate into the third king? Uh, or into two different people at the same time, but they clear that up this episode uh, by saying, once you become king, all the voices flow into your head, which to me just kind of sounds like you went mad with power. Uh, but what voices. are you say? How are you guys doing? The gold sickness. Are you sure that's not? Are you sure that's not the humans? <laughs> Commentary. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. Some I want to talk rumors. about. I want to talk about the dwarf story because they they discovered. Right, well, let's finish up She Hulk then. Uh, let's uh, recap. She Hulk sucked. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Rob, what'd you think? Are you, are you excited for next week? I just want to remind everyone the storyline, the the B storyline for She Hulk. She had to find a tailor. She's only six foot seven. She could have gone to literally any tailor. She's just looking for a suit for a courtroom, right? Like maybe he makes it. Oh, we didn't even talk about Daredevil. Force, you're rushing us here. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're, Daredevil. They're, definitely, Daredevil. they're definitely blackmailing us here with Daredevil tease at the end because I'm like, oh crap, now I have to. Like, you want to stop watching this show? Here's Daredevil's helmet. Sit on that. And I was like, damn <laughs> you, She Hulk. Just when I think I'm out, they pull me back in. So, yeah, so Daredevil's <laughs> going to be in the next episode. It was like keep was you like, going. The last like like this Taylor's ridiculous. This storyline's ridiculous. This show's ridiculous. I'm not watching anymore. Daredevil's how many helmets. episodes like, I got? Yeah, I think four left. Hey, how I thought it was only eight many superheroes are Too going many. around that this guy with a super secret clothing business can be that much of a douchebag and that selective? Yeah, what, how are you right? keeping the like what if my he designs Doctor Doom's that clothes? Many's... Even 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 if he even if he signs an exclusive deal with the Avengers, right? There's like five of them left, right? Thor's not getting his fucking outfit from this guy. He's getting it from a hammer. The the Hulk clearly isn't getting this outfit from from this guy. What he might have designed the new Captain America suit. Like that's pretty a flashy suit right there, right? You guys remember the the white? You guys remember that terrible show? So like uh, my question is like, like oh, my question yes. is like oh and so now he's got a daredevil all right had this blind lawyer get in right he's not an avenger right yeah, which by the way I kind of want to call the I kind of want to call the Avengers the Avengers from now on. Well, it's like Matt Murdock has to give up his secret identity even like get this guy to tailor for him. It seems. You know yeah, who, but like, who he, but like, reminds me of? He's got no he's, identity. He's no Edna body. Mode from Incredibles. Yeah. So how? Yeah, it's basically, the, what they're going for in the continuity. In the continuity, how did uh, a nobody lawyer named Matt Murdock get this snooty this ass how tailor? How, I can't wait to see it. He took. He showed up in his suit, his Daredevil suit. He took off his mask and another mask underneath it. 
And then it's like, Hunter ah. was Tom Cruise. Are you talking about Mission Impossible? Like those kind of masks? Or are you talking about. No, like, it's like, I guess like a just like cloth mask, like oh. Robin would wear after, under his Daredevil mask. So that's probably how they're going to do it. Um, there's like a really dumb storyline in the comics right now where like he's in prison, but he's allowed to keep his mask on. <laughs> so they don't give away his secret identity. Love it. Yeah, this is like, okay, Marvel, you're kind of pulling my leg. Because they right. already did like a story like in like 10 years ago where Matt Murdock did go to prison, but it was a, it was as Matt Murdock. And people thought he was Daredevil, maybe, maybe not was Daredevil, but like in the in the, in the new comic, he's like literally in prison Ooh. as Daredevil with his mask on. Matt, let me get your opinion Murdoch. on this. One of my, uh, I see what you did there, Force, and I'm going to acknowledge that. That was good. Uh, one of my favorite superhero tropes is everyone thinks so-and-so is a superhero and then so-and-so gets locked up and then so-and-so gets their psychic to dress up as said superhero and go around like fighting crime yep. right they're like i can't be batman because bruce wayne's locked up in jail or whatever right like d is that dumb or do you, do you enjoy those storylines too uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I knew that get i knew that get to you well, they did do that with Daredevil. They had Iron Fist dress up as him and fight crime while he was in prison. Yeah, I, I was gonna give them. I was gonna give my supporting argument wasn't gonna be the worst example of all time. But yes, Force, that was that is another example of, of a situation where that happens. I think nowadays, though, too, like that works maybe in the '80s, early '90s, but with like. 24/7 news cycles. It would be like, do you notice how Daredevil is now only six foot two? He was five ten back in the day. Well, to be fair, if anyone's going to disguise themselves as Daredevil and he pull it off, it's probably going to be Iron Fist. <laughs> probably one of the few people who can actually like stand toe to toe with him in a fight. But I will agree, it is um, lazy writing. Um, pop filter. And did they already do that in the third season? They had Bullseye dress up as him anyway, so. But yeah, let's move on to Rings of Power, because um, I think that's what we all really want to dig into. Force, there um, are enough funny okay. puns out there that we cannot just go around calling this show what? by its legitimate name. Rings of Power Nap, or the, the, uh, Rings of Pronouns, uh, what, what was Robbie's? I, I that was pretty funny. I still have not gotten through episode you, one. I just, I'm trying so, so hard. Skip it, Skip it yeah, this, uh, Episode one pretty sucks. Slow. Yeah, episode two and three do pick up. I think three is probably the best, even though like we find out the Harfoots are like heartless bastards. But still, you know, at least it's, oh, the have you up. heard? So it was pretty slow too. Yeah. Like, have you heard about the or the backlash from like the Irish press um, about the Harfoots? They uh, are not happy oh. at all with the representation. There's like a big story in like the, like the, really? the Irish Times oh. or whatever, or Ireland Times. Yeah, it made like a little blip on Twitter. Well, the well, why is it? Why are the Irish so mad? I mean, I think the British should be more mad. I mean, in the English, oh, because, because the Harfords right? are are kind of shown as like bumbling idiots and like being bastards, and they have like huh. what oh. I think oh, the article. See. Darko, I think, called it stage oh, so Tolkien Irish intended accents. Them... Oh, so Tolkien and sort of like they were like a analog for the Irish. His his thoughts well, on the Irish people, right? They are they are in this show. Irish. So, oh, if we haven't picked up on it, uh, the um, the Harfoots are Irish. Um, the dwarves are Scottish. The elves are 
British or the men are English. British. English. English. Well, I don't. The men are I, probably I like uh, Lancaster British. And then and like, like I, um, I don't know. Well, England. There's several accents. There's like a Yorkshire accent that's like more of like erudite, and then there's like the South London accents. Maybe the men of the South London accent, English accent. No wait, the men are Welsh, and the elves are English. It's not about that because there's four races, right? And the orcs are Cockney English. <laughs> hey, I'm pretty sure they do. The orcs do have Cockney accents. They, they so. do have they do have Cockney accents. Can I give a big shout out to all the orcs yeah, you, um, the in Rings of Power who learned how to speak the common tongue so I don't have to read subtitles? I really appreciate that. Thanks for learning English, guys. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about Adar. So what do y'all think of Adar? Adar, maybe, a.k.a. Maybe, the father. Maybe Sauron, maybe not. Why is he the father? Does that mean Another making, Sauron candidate? Is he making orcs? Yeah. No. So he's here's my the- thing. Spoiler alert, this motherfucker doesn't exist in the other lore, so he either dies or dies. But he is not successful. He's going to be killed by Sar in the last episode. Not enough to ever be mentioned like in the lore. In, like, what are they going to do? They're going to create this character, this guy who wants to become a god, and they're just going to write a new god into fucking Tolkien lore? Like, are they that brazen? Um, with Bezos, yes. yes. Look. I, I look well, man, I, they're brazen enough yes. to break lore. I think they're gonna break lore. The more I'm thinking about it, they're gonna break lore. And the stranger, I'm pretty sure, is Gandalf, right? Like, you don't sink a billion dollars off. into this show without putting Gandalf in it. But I still think it's Alator Orlando, but he could be also Sauron because maybe we're, we're still not sure if he's good or bad. Maybe it's the Lord of Gifts with Grayscale, but maybe I'm just watching too much high fantasy TV shows. And also, I think Halbrand, everyone thinks he's Sauron too, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be the Witch King of Angmar. Okay, can I just we know do... that he's a king. He's sort of like the, he's sort of like, he's sort of, what, pseudo Aragorn? Yeah, he's, he's like pseudo a king Aragorn. He sort of like walked off his responsibilities. Can I paint a picture yeah. for you guys and, who have uh, seen? You get, who, who's seen the last episode? Matt, have you seen the last episode of Rings of Power Nap? No, I have not. Okay, well. Slight spoilers, not really a big one. Rob has. Rob, Rob, you're going to enjoy this. Listeners are going to enjoy this, right? So there's a point at the end. So Halbrand goes to jail, and then later on he goes out of jail. You don't see Hal, but spoiler alert, he stole the key off of the dumb king uh, and then broke out of prison. But um, there's a part where in Numenor, you know, they've got the white tree, uh, and the health of Numenor is allegedly tied to like the leaves right as like as long as like the trees healthy right like and the leaves are on the tree like numenor is fine right uh, flash forward to lord of the rings you have a similar tree with gondor right gondor didn't have any leaves on its tree and gondor was also a piece of shit so at the end of the episode we see all the leaves or we see a bunch of the leaves start flying off of this tree um, and it's because of that that they, they all come towards her. They all go towards uh, Galadriel, and uh, they're like, so Galadriel gets shipped off this island or shifts off Numenor, and then the tree just like starts unleashing all these leaves, and they're like, oh shit, let's get that elf back because we have a responsibility to the no. elves, right? <laughs> Don't. 
so robbie i was imagining like up at the top because you never see like a close-up of the tree i was just picturing like halbrand shaking the tree and like all the leaves just like rustling in the wind it's like, it's like a giant ruse to try to get them like a giant army to go back to the southlands but halbrand's just like shaking all the leaves like, it was all like, part on top. of the plan exactly like there's nothing yeah. like really That's going on then they all go they all go straight to her all right, yeah. guys. So They're we like, can't talk like, like, about the big reveal is glad. Yeah, we can't talk about Rings of Power episode four. Are we on episode four, guys? Are we halfway through? There is nothing yeah. going on. We're halfway, halfway through this series. This. We don't know who Albrand is. We don't know who the stranger is. Yeah. Um, guys. So know, I, we just we just met Adar, and we're probably gonna find out who he is. I always like to put this in perspective. When I think about four hours, like and nothing's happened, I go back to like episode four and five of star wars like that's four hours and so much happens right anyway it's it's, it's still probably better than house of the dragon which is on episode five and still nothing's happened so uh, well, i think they do like an actress switch next episode introduced everybody there's gonna be like a new like actress for Rhaenyra <laughs> and uh reticent or what's her name Re who's the allison, allison? I, allison. And it's be like, I wonder how that's this yeah, whole episode was literally who sexy sex with sex and who sexy sex to get power. <laughs> so it's basically true blood. So before before Matt, like, true blood fucking soap opera. Fuck before off. Matt texted the group, I like yeah. like I finished game I, I finished Game of Thrones uh Hot D. And I looked at my wife and I was like, is this just a soap opera with dragons? And then Matt watched the next day and confirmed confirmed my <laughs> suspicions. I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." So like, I'm I'm not alone on this. I'm not... All all of my dragons of all my children. <laughs> all of my dragons. The bolt. Seriously. Uh, what was the other one? The bold and the scaly, or the. But like, this isn't is it necessarily the young bad? and the scaly. I mean, like, it's not not enjoyable. Um, People seem to you know drama like online, shit. But so like know. anyway, no, no. First, I want to get back to Rings of Power. Because uh, I think maybe four out of five YouTubers I watched this last week when they were going over Rings of Power um, all played a clip of South Park and they're like, they took our germs! Like, they took our germs! Uh, we, we, oh, we, yeah. Oh, they yeah. Took our germs. They took our germs! So, like, like yeah, so Numenor. We, we open in up in Numenor and, like, the, the, the guild craftsman who got his ass kicked by Halbrand a couple episodes back, right? Is like trying to like rally the people and start a grassroots movement. And, and he, he starts this tirade about how like the elves, like they don't sleep, they don't tire, they don't age, and they're here to take our jobs or whatever. And it just seems like super out of place, like allegorical, like one, like what the fuck did the elves ever want to do with you? Nothing. Two, you're on an island. You're literally like leagues there's, away. There's one fucking elf. Chill out, dude. One elf and she's leaving. And like besides, you mentioned you can't get a job on Numenor Acting without like having a craft over. guild. Right? Yeah, it's one one lady elf comes in and you're like, oh my god, they're taking Who all of her jobs. Who doesn't even want to be there? Doesn't she just wants <laughs> yeah. to leave? Yeah. Maybe with some people. Uh, yeah, but like it's really, so really bad trying to make. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, they it were just goes to show it's just like you know they they don't understand that you know it's supposed to be escapism. What entertainment supposed to be? So it's supposed to be well, like you know, Tol for Tolkien's favorite thing. Tol Tolkien said, world. Right, Tolkien said on his deathbed, he said, "Make sure my life's work becomes an allegory for 2020." I, I, uh, I viewed Galadriel 
as um, the unions coming in and trying to unionize uh, Amazon, and then therefore, um, you know, everybody's panicking about that. So Bezos is, is sending a scene that you know unions are bad. And he, the elves are yeah. pro union. That that yeah. could be well, a, my, I mean, my question. Tolkien at least with Lord of the Rings was just like it was just anti-industrial, you know, industrialization of the countryside. That's basically the only is, allegory he had in the Lord of the Rings. Is everyone? That, you know, I think British? it's agreeable. I think both sides can agree on that. Is everyone from the UK in in Where? terms of power? Uh, like the, like the actors in the is, cast. She was on uh, the Arrow show. No, no the no. queen. The queen is American, I think. Okay. Like I looked it up on my. I tried to, know, tried to look it up earlier, and I can't figure out. Like I know, like you know, because you know, like and like Harry Potter, everyone was British. That's what, that's probably what I was thinking of Harry Potter. And I was just curious about this, but like you know, like the UK, like especially. Like, Troy was on Harry Potter. England has a, a big problem here's, here's, with like. Here's the thing: is for some immigration reason, America, right now. In America, whenever we think of like high fantasy or even low fantasy. A British accent comes to the back of our head, um, and that that proves that it's fantasy. If we hear that Britishness, uh, yeah, and I have no clue it's, why they've gotten combined. It's from Tolkien, but yeah, still, it's like still, well, it's like, because well, it's British, Tolkien. But George R. R. Tolkien's American, and Robert yeah. Jordan's American, and both their audiobooks they have uh, in both the shows adaptations they have British people. Because of Tolkien, like so look, the only reason this whole fucking fantasy, this whole the reason this genre survived and thrived the way it has in the past, you know, ninety years is because of this guy named Tolkien, right? He's he's look, I'm telling you right now, high fantasy didn't fucking survive because of Dune. Sorry to all my Dune lovers out there, right? But like, you don't well, eat Lord of the Rings. That's, that's it's you just you can't beat. Yeah, right. But I, I bet I bet Dune was inspired by Tolkien. Everyone's inspired by I Tolkien. Say, it's one of the greatest pieces of works of all time. But like, it's because of that British accent, I'd right? Like, Howard, if, maybe. if Tolkien had an Australian yeah. accent and all this came from Australia, right? We'd probably view the Australian accent uh, <laughs> more in a more regal act in a more regal way. Oh God! Yeah. Or redneck. You know, somebody from South Florida wrote the uh, Lord of the Rings. It would come out a lot different. I well, a guy imagine. from South Carolina wrote the Wheel of Time. So, you know, uh, it's interesting that you know, I, I, I saw <laughs> only watched, watched the first episode. Apparently, it wasn't too. Wait, Robert Jordan's the from guy who wrote South the Wheel Carolina? of Time from Charleston. It was from Charleston. The TV yeah. show or the book? He, he yeah, much... the books. Robert Jordan is from Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, the, okay. The, the writer of the Wheel of Time series. But well, the guy who finished it is from uh, Utah. He's a uh, Mormon, one, uh, Brandon Sanderson. He's could, also American. One could argue that Charleston's not really South Carolina, the South. It's not the same. It depends on what side of Charleston you're on. If Robert Jordan's growing it's up in the Battery. a very erudite part of the state. If he's growing up in the Battery, then that's not even the South. Besides the racism. Okay. Erudite's the word of the day. Yeah. Well, you know, everyone in, in England there. is erudite. So, uh, uh, yeah, I guess uh, Rings of Power, what else happened? They discovered Mithril. That was the, I guess, the big, I guess, Elrond Durin story. It was kind of boring. We all knew it was going to be Mithril. And it's like, okay, they I enjoy, it. I enjoy they the character the dynamic. I really enjoy the character dynamic. Like, elves. Hey, and... they're friends again. And they're the dad and son. Yeah. But there's like just no conflict, it seemed. 
in this in that well, storyline. Just like because they're Durin and uh, Elrond are getting along. Durin and his dad are getting along. The, the the wife's really bad at lying, and they sing the rocks. Well, well they had conflict like, oh, by exactly. the. But uh, Caleb, I think Caleb. Caleb How about the finds the, his secret doorway without a, without a whole lot of effort, and then yeah, knocks on it. The poem, oh, or luckily, he does the yeah. Rhyme. Luckily, Durin's kids were screaming the password and off off camera uh, the scene beforehand, so Elrond knew exactly the password. They won't show in. their kids for some reason. It's like, can they not find any biracial kids for this show? Because they found some biracial kids for House of the Dragon. Maybe you can't for, put um, beards on them. You know, maybe you can't the put Mary beards on King. kids. <laughs> yeah, it's something strange. with the chemicals. I don't no, know. No, no, no. Have you guys like, noticed? Oh, no. Here, I'm about to ruin the show for you guys. Uh, have you guys noticed that none of the elves have sideburns? Yeah, just no, whenever you watch, whenever you watch the TV show, just let that let that sink in. Oh, there's no reason. Just... Now I'm now I'm gonna be noticing. You're just gonna notice. You it. also notice they all pointy ears. Is that just me? No, no. Oh, anyway. let's talk about pointy right, ears so the for third a second. Line, no, 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 no. Uh, well, no, no, you brought it up. Wait, first. well, how about yeah. that? Uh, Theo, let's talk about we were Theo. To the ore. This kid, oh, Mithril, we'll talk about, oh, we'll go back to that, but first we're talking about oh, 20 years. Oh, he's a man. So, he's not an elf. No, Theo's a, a kid with a, a very long bowl cut. Yeah. We haven't seen his ears yet, and we know his mom oh. is an elf lover. I'm just saying, a drama. Uh, do you guys think this kid's Do you think Adar's his father, his actual father? Ooh. Oh, that could be, I don't know. If Adar is his That's actual spicy. father, works like, what you, the hell, Dad? You might tweet that out, right? Mm. Anyway, Rob, what were you saying? Let's get back to... with the... Oh, well, huh? we were getting to... Um... Sar- Saruman? We're talking about the storyline. It's about the, the dwarves and the... Oh, Mithril. Fake oh, Sauron, we, we, yeah. We were, getting into, we were getting into the little secret area that he got to because yeah. of the, the special ore they were mining down And they there. found the Mithril, yes. Yeah, so that's what they used. Yeah, so do you Frodo think... had. Yeah, see, so yeah, he's he uh, basically swore that he's not going to tell anybody, but he's going to tell yeah. Caleb Rimbor next totally episode. Good. Like, dude, well, I mean, Rimbor, dude, spoiler alert, dude. we, we well, especially all... when you give him a piece. We well, first off, yeah, don't give him a piece. Hey, we had this super secret thing, but here's some physical evidence of the super top secret thing. I don't want you to he's tell like... anyone about. Here's some physical yeah, rock. Literally rock like hard at the token of our friendship. It's like, hey, Elrond, first taste is free. <laughs> rock hard at Your mouth isn't moving when you speak either. You're I really good at ventriloquism, Ted. Uh, I would be also... like, I'm pretty sure like Elrond's going to become like. Elrond's going to become the Tony Montana of Mithril. You did? Nice. Was it uh, Clemson? Oh. Okay. This oh, nice. sounds vaguely familiar. Oh, Rome is also, fuck. Maybe don't say the city. I, <laughs> he must have been the cartoon because it was in the cartoon. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, we cut that part. I guess it makes sense why he's in Rivendell next episode in the first Fellowship of the Ring. Force right, is even well, listening. It's just gonna be. He's never gonna. Not in the cartoon, though. Yeah. Robbie, I'm listening to cartoon. Anyway, I just want to keep this in. Yeah. Just just to laugh about this later. Uh, What are you laughing about? 
the podcast yeah. of uh, <laughs> five best friends interrupting each other just turned into the podcast where two different groups of people have a conversation at the same time over each other. Good luck editing that. Oh, me well, edit. That's crazy. Yeah, if we still anyway, have any, so... if we have any listeners, left <laughs> over, if we have any listeners left over, uh, yeah. So I, I like to well, remind everyone the... that in Lord of the Rings, um, Elrond talks about Mithril, um, and I think doesn't like a lot. Yeah. So like he definitely breaks that oath because he he swore to never tell a living soul, uh, and that's clearly broken. Now, obviously, it did take him no long, long. I guess if it's no longer a <laughs> secret, then maybe he could. But it's clearly like you know, if I promise never to say it out loud, uh, on my dad, Rob. Do you have any questions about who Elrond's dad is? He's a star in the sky. His dead dad. <laughs> is he is he dead? Oh. He's a star in the sky. Well, he, he never forever. swore he wouldn't write it down. Yeah, I don't really know all their history very well. It's well, I never swore he wouldn't write it down. He just said he'd never tell anyone. I'll never speak of it. Well, does yeah? I'll never speak of so it. Is that why he turns the camera? He's gonna write it down and give it to Killer Brimbor. But so like, here's my uh, thing. Yeah, um, so, so he let's talk, speak of it. Elrond's dad, as a reward, right? So elves are immortal, right? Oh, uh, maybe Matt. Matt, do you know this? Was yeah. Elrond's dad? They immortal or just live long? Uh, they're Elrond's elves are, half elves elf are immortal. man, and he chose to be an elf. Right, and, and his, his brother, brother chose, to be, a chose man. to be a man. Okay, thank so you for that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But like, he was the first king of Numenor. His dad was a fucking badass, uh, and did did a lot of cool shit. And in reward for that, he got to become a star. But that kind of seems more like a punishment to me than anything else. Like. If I was like, you know, I would want to like be with my family. I would want to like hang out with like, you know, especially if you have this nice bond or like with Elrond, your son, right? Uh, and you know, the other son, but he's gonna die because he chose the human life. But like, you and your son can like live for eternity, but you chose to be a star. Like that seems more of a punishment. But you know, that's just the gods uh, giving blessings, I guess. Anyway, not yeah. important at all. Just some thoughts. Different strokes, different folks. He's like, I gotta get away from my elvish wife, my bronze bitch. The, the Palantir, yes. Apparently it's named after the king of Numenor. So they definitely changed the So we saw the, the Palantir lore. in this, and there's seven of them. Yeah, they, they definitely changed the lore on this. I don't this. know, guys. I don't know really. Because there were supposed to be seven Palantirs well, in Numenor, and then when the, when the Numenorians came to Middle-earth, they brought the seven with them. But now it sounds like in, in the TV show that six of them are lost and one of them is like the only one left is the one on Numenor. They're like the Dragon Balls. You got to collect all all seven to like um, wish away Sauron, I guess. But yeah, but it was, it's sort of like what it harkens back to what Gandalf was saying. We only saw one Palantir in the, the Lord of the Rings. That was, the ones, that was the one that belonged to Saruman. Yeah. But apparently there's seven and uh we know gandalf's like you know they're not all accounted for we don't know who else is watching so it's sort of like um there is like, one sort of like a, um, an open open it's like chat roof it's like chat roulette it's like but everyone's watching you can't turn off the other cameras well you do have to in, aim in your group chat you do have to aim it but you're right you can like spy on other people like well, it's, uh, it's a sphere though war, it's like all seeing right uh that has an axis uh, has a, a northern and a southern pole and you have to like align it with like another volunteer to like communicate with each other but you can also like oh, wow. align to like spy on people 
Well, you know how Lord of the Rings loves their inanimate objects with corrupting influences. So do you think the Palantir has corrupted the queen? No, or but corrupt someone else. Maybe Halbrand uh, gets and corrupts him. Sar Sauron does use the Palantir to corrupt Saruman um, and others in the lore. So you're absolutely right. It's just another another yeah, tool. So. Spoilers for yeah. day, for, <laughs> for day day yeah for the third age. So um, I guess the third storyline was with the elf. Uh, the, who's the, the what's his name? Ishmael? No, that's the name of the actor. Who's named the black elf? I forget his uh, name. He's sort of well, main character elf. That's what I call him. The main character elf, yeah. So yeah. he uh, was apparently Adar just let him go, uh, just because they couldn't think of a, an instrument for him to escape. So he's like, yeah, go tell these people that they gotta either surrender or I'm gonna kill him. So Super generic. Join um, me or die. That elf guy. Yep. And apparently Adar wants to be a god, so. That makes me think he is Sauron, but he can't be Sauron. They're not going to introduce Sauron until the end of the season, or next season, next season, because he's got to show up as Anatar. So, um, isn't Sauron? But like, there's also already... the issue that Sauron could. Sauron's already a, a Melinar, right? Isn't he already like a demigod? Yeah, but he wants to yeah. be like a full god, god. I guess he wants to be like a Valar. I don't know. Uh... But I don't know. I, I have a strong okay. feeling this is not Sauron. This is like another imposter or another Sauron candidate that the showrunners just like, ooh, is this Sauron? Is this I don't know. Sauron? This just feels like a rogue. This, this just feels like a, a brainy character. <laughs> it's Logan. He is the Dragon Reborn. What was that? Nice. He is the Sauron Reborn. He's Logan. He is Logan. Yeah, Logan. Yeah, he's Rogan. <laughs> anyway, um, so they let. The black elf dude go and then theo goes get food from that village and the elf orcs find him and he hides in a well and they don't think yeah. to search the well they just he just looks in the well when he goes underneath like the, the oldest trick in the book like the orc should have known that he was like holding his breath and she's just like he just like sat there with like his hands he's like he just sat there with like <laughs> um, look there for a minute yeah i just he just sits there looking over the well the, uh the VAD episode in Rick and Morty. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like tapping his He's like twiddling his thumbs watching the rain. They're, they're just sitting there talking about it, like his life story. Yeah, like the orc couldn't wait like 30 more seconds to, just to make sure. Or you can like throw it like a, a, a spear in the water. I mean, you saw he that earlier. He doesn't need the boy alive, he just needs the hilt. You, you saw that earlier, right? When he, the, luckily, the boy not was a very hiding. When the boy was hiding and like an orc smelled yeah. him, and then the orc gets called away, I'm like, "Oh no, I smell a human. I might want to check this out. I'm only three feet away from this log pile. Well, I should probably should look behind it." Mask his scent, but still, yeah, lazy that, riding. Well, that, that was um, beforehand. Besides no, that, um, you want to talk about something hilarious? Let's talk about lazy riding. So like he sneaks out, right? And you think he's gonna get away, and then yeah. he gets caught. And I'm just spoiling. I'm, I'll let you go through all this. Yeah, but I want to point out if he had waited five more minutes in that well. The sun would have risen, and this whole thing could have been avoided. Just want to oh, that's true, because right when they yeah. leave the forest, yeah. um, the, the, the sun, sun comes out. out. And I'm like, oh, so he could just wait like five more minutes in that well, and then just completely avoid like this whole disaster. Well, Major, he would have been really pruney. He would have been really pruney. Well, he, uh, five minutes. You know, he should have been, like, been super pruney anyway. Shivering Dude. cold. What if he like... Trench foot sucked in Vietnam. Imagine how bad it is in like the medieval time. What if he just it's like... Earth. Des de defecated in their well water and just slowly poison them that way kill all the orcs 
let's call it an aqua dump and those were very prevalent at camp tip notes. yeah so i sorry to interrupt i Tips just want to point the, out that uh, aqua dump something could have been expert. avoided with some patience no no i never i never had the this mic's going in now you got a clinch it's probably best this is being edited out you know <laughs> I'm not, it's probably best he's being like you know uh drowned out but yeah well, um, so what was the, the ending of the episode? Like, the, the guy grabs his arm and he's just like, you know about Sauron? So apparently the, oh, you the see, one dude like, who in the village the is a Sauron lover. Oh, yeah, he's got Sauron those scars. Yeah, what yeah. do y'all think that hilt is? The magic hilt that, like... Um, I guess you of, give it blood lightsaber. and it gives you a sword. Yeah. It's like they're, they're attempted to do a lightsaber, but not really. It's no, smoke fuck saber. you. It looks Except cool. It, blood no, it looks cool, it. man. Like, don't, don't, don't joke on that. Like, that's this shit doesn't have a lot going for it. But like, whenever that hilt gets formed, and that, or whenever he stabs himself with that hilt, and that sword gets formed, I'm like, yeah, good use of visual graphics here. Like, that looks cool. But yeah, it is like a lightsaber. What if yeah. that didn't work, and and it was all just guess that it was. He just stabs himself, and then nothing happens, and then the orc slices his head off. Yeah, like, uh, but so Adar so, definitely yeah. knows a lot, of, a lot of name and objects. Adar definitely knows what's up now, right? Like they know that the hilt, like the the tower has the hilt. So you guys think that? Well, the he was going to attack them anyway if they did, if they didn't you know, surrender anyway. Well, so if they didn't now surrender, where to send all but, the orcs? But now he can just fucking attack them anyway. Yeah, I guess. I guess. No, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Well, it seems like nothing this, matters. This that's a nothing matters. Either surrender the Holt or die anyway. So that's a good point. Like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. So it's just just convenient. Anyway, let's move on to House of the Dragon. Unless you have any of the final thoughts on Rings of Power, have we quelled your or have we sparked your interest in watching it, Matt or Tip? <laughs> I guess not. No, of course <laughs> not. I'm dead. Well, we're gonna turn you around. Hey, the last four episodes could be dragon. really, really good. You never know. Still, yeah, we don't hear you, Tip. Anyway, so how's the dragon, Matt? Why don't you bring us? Why don't you walk us through what happened? Because I haven't seen it yet. So, um, like I said, it's all about who's sexy, sexying whom. Okay. Oh, don't spoil anything for Tip. You haven't seen House of Dragon either. He said. He said we didn't spoil anything for him. Oh, okay. I yeah, think he's already read Cimmerillion or whatever. So yeah, House of the Dragon. The high, I'm get the high level story is that they finally find um, the hand of marriage for the princess Renera, and it's Lord Corlys's son who, surprise, surprise, doesn't like mm -hmm. the ladies. And then there's a big piece. Yeah, he's already got a boyfriend. And, is his boyfriend uh, Kristen Cole? No. Okay. And the queen is upset because she okay. knows that shenanigans happened and she's not, and Renara's not sure why that matters. And how about how really. she how she got that information out of the night? She just didn't name any names. She didn't know it was him. Well, she was leaning up to it. <laughs> Christian Cole's just a paper-handed bitch over here. She's like, look, I heard some things happen with the queen, and she thinks she, it's about she Damon. She no idea. And then he's like, I slept with her. I'm so sorry. Please don't you kill me. And she's like, interesting. She, totally, she was not 
leading up to that was just like, trying to get this information is about Damon. He just wanted to brag deal. about it. <laughs> this is such a big like, deal. That's he just that's waited. Like... He just waited for a name, or at least right. He wouldn't have had and to it, give that up. But... And the queen finds out by Clubfoot, who is Strong's. Uh, Strong is now the. Uh, Hand. Hand of the king. One of yeah. his sons who happens to like, meh, heh, 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 heh. haven't you noticed this? But basically, we start the king is on a ship, and of course, he's sick once again. And he has to go to an island where he's disrespected once again. And says, Here, I'm going to marry my daughter to your son. Cool. Let's go back and have a party. And the whole thing is like, hmm. This who is, likes whom and why? I think this is like oh. best case scenario for Veneras, right? Like this is like in, they talk about it. They make a little pact on the beach. You, you see them walking, and they they hint with metaphors first. And I like I pause and I like, explain, explain my like, explain to my wife, like and then like they they took like, like a whole Avengers Endgame approach where they explain it the first time, and then they explain it the second time, and then they're super blatant obvious about like the third time, like the first time she's like. I think we like different things. Like I like turkey and you like ham. And Ali Pasa was like, "Yeah, he's gay, by the way." And then like like later on, like their parents are like, "Our kid does weird things," and the dad's like, "It's just a phase." And then like two scenes later, it's like that guy's super gay. <laughs> it's like, oh no, we get it. <laughs> we get it, show writers. We, we, you don't have to be like in our face. Like I uh, enjoy some subtlety in my Game of Thrones. Uh, but like this is like best case scenario. He fucks. It's nice. She wants. It's nice when the show. Provi- it's nice when the show provides the spark notes in the actual show, right? Yeah. It's very, very it helps. Or how they and were then, explaining her green dress. But I, yeah, I wouldn't but, have thought but, that though. The thing is, though, it's her dad because he's disrespected because he's asked to step down his hand. Uh, is the one that plants the seed in her head that will eventually lead to the rebellion that happens because her dad mm-hmm. doesn't really care about her. He cares about her son taking the throne yeah and it, it's like the wrong people are whispering in her ear and then the fact that she comes out wearing green and it's just like who gives a fuck this is so boring and nothing's actually happened i would rather go back to damon master running through another army even though it looks really stupid uh than what i saw the just night a before. Fi- just a 15 minutes appreciate with Damon's wife Peter. who accidentally fell off her horse and cracked her skull. Weird move. Weird move for Game of Thrones to cut away from the heads, the, the head bashing. I was like, oh, we're about to see someone's head get bashed in. And then it cut oh, away. Yeah, then and I was like, cowards. They cut away to like chopping a fish. Cowards. <laughs> I was like, old Game of Thrones would have shown that head smashing. And then, then Damon goes, what so is do it? You- I'm single again. Do, 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 do. So you think right. he would have uh, just kept on walking away? Yeah, I think he would. would just yeah, kept, I don't kept think he on was walking away if she didn't yell yell that last remark there. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he was looking to kill her, but I I don't know the character that like no. maybe that's on the show writers. I don't know the character enough at this or point to know. Still on the way to that rock, just <laughs> walking away. No, I think the, what they were trying to imply that she would eventually succumb to her injuries, anyways. And yeah, then, yeah, uh, she was definitely dying. Yeah, she was definitely dying, and basically that um, she knew she was going to die, and she wanted to get one last insult in. Um, so, 
let me ask you guys this so they they mentioned at one point that they never consummated the marriage which means they didn't bone on their wedding night or sub, uh, subsequently afterwards uh so one the marriage is even like technically like you know uh complete so he doesn't really have a claim uh to the riverlands if anyone else knew about that which i'm sure she told someone in like the last 10 years that her and her husband ever banged but um this is just another case of damon not having sex with a girl right we saw that in episode one with his mistress uh we saw in the last episode with Rainierez, and then we hear about it this episode uh and i mean three times is enough uh to 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 flag some kind of alarms as a literary reference that like hey pay attention to this because we mentioned it three times what do you guys think once he's he's damon he just likes killing people no he he wants a targaryen because that's it yep all part of it all part of his plan to take over the steps yeah well it's like uh targaryens marry other targaryens so he's just trying to keep it in the family how good is patty clemens in this show uh, that's the actor mean, who plays Veneras, King King Veneras. You mean Viserys? Oh yeah, Viserys. Yeah, you mean whatever. Patty Constantine? What like Constantine, but what I say? Are you excited for the new Constantine movie? No, I don't go <laughs> for that segue yet. Uh, oh, I mentioned it earlier, but uh, yeah, he's good. I think he's great. I've only think ever seen him in like Hot Fuzz, so um, it was interesting that he was made the um the lead thing i think the acting's really good matt brings up a good point where like when your climatic moment that you're leading up to the cliffhanger on the end of the episode uh is allison walking in with a green dress on and you're like oh shit like this means war like whereas old game of thrones like the red wedding was like oh shit like this means war you and know, that's another thing that upset me too is like all the articles that people are writing is like this reminds fans of the red wedding it's like Christian Cole beat and killed one dude this is nothing like this is yeah. if this is a nothing wedding this would have happened 10 times over right um, so this is this is nothing this is not red wedding level surprise oh he got threatened that his secret will get exposed so he took care of it and no one's gonna kill himself yeah yeah uh, and like let, let's not forget Ooh. in the previous episode when Rainier's was just going around on her little courting tour to try to find a man, right? Like we saw one kid kill another kid, right? So like it's like her like that's the same death count, the same body count as her wedding night. So it's not shocking or impactful. It okay. definitely was nowhere close to a red wedding. Well, uh, which book does it happen? I'm like, this is, is a that... soap opera. It, it, it's huh. been a soap opera for the last two episodes. You know, I, I feel like I'm watching Days of Our Lives or something. I'm Dragon, not watching Dragons anything. of Our Lives? Yeah. It, it's it's <laughs> all not... my dragons. I remember how in the first episode I criticized the random gratuitous violence for the sake of gratuitous violence um, because they had introduced the court and the intrigue. I think they've gone in like the exact wrong opposite direction where it's like political intrigue for political intrigue and you know fuck the gratuitous violence like i'm almost begging for the gratuitous violence at this point it's a special formula right like game of thrones nailed most of that formula oh sit back down please (laughs) luckily this is uh, just a podcast 
Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, episode five was not much better than the previous episodes. I mean, I think it'll be interesting enough for me no. to keep watching. I mean, the um, production value on this show is very good, much like it is at Rings of Power. So, at least it's, like, nice to look at. But not much personality, you're saying? I will say I this. Will say, I will say oh, this ahead, really Matt. quick. It, it was still a lot less... Uh, it was better than Rick and Morty last night, so... Ooh, I will yeah. say that. We can talk about that. I actually... Yeah. <laughs> um, I still haven't seen I will it, say this. Yeah. I watched it. It feels like things are about to go down. It feels like things are ramping up. Like, House of Dragons uh, has been slow, but it feels like things are... Not necessarily this next episode... But the second half, it seems like a roller coaster where like we've been like building up, building up, building up, building up, building up, building up, and we're 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 about to go over the edge. We're just tipping over. I think next episode we're gonna tip over, and then all hell's gonna fire. Are, are y'all gonna miss the actresses who play Allison and Ranieres because they're gonna be I recast? Think, I think they're fantastic. I, honestly, I think I can't think of a single bad actor on this show. Right, like even Matt Smith is just really taking this Damien character and nailed it, uh, or at least I really enjoy his portrayal of it. Well, you know, yeah, when, are you, do you think yeah. people are going to be upset that the actresses are going to be replaced next next episode? Do you think there's going to be an outcry? Or... No, no one talks Wait, about when yeah, the... was replaced in this episode. The, they what? What's happening? Nobody talked about that at all. No one even noticed that Lady Lena is now a teenager. I haven't looked into this. What, what's Who's, happening? Not, there's going to be like a 10-year time jump. Uh, for like the next oh episode. yeah, yeah. Was that Lord Corey's? I did see Corliss that daughter? preview there. Yeah, Lord Corliss's daughter. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I noticed that, now but I just didn't when she was didn't introduced care. to the series, and now she's a teenager, and they replaced oh, okay. her. Well, yeah. she wasn't like a main character though. She was kind of just, like a supporting character. But oh wait, 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 wait. Weird. People are gonna like think be upset. I think. One second. Time. Is that the same daughter that was supposed to be? Like Seriously. twelve, the episode before, or two episodes beforehand. That's the yes. same daughter. Yeah. I thought that was like a different well, girl. Not the same daughter. Oh, and she, she grew like she it's... aged way. <laughs> she aged way more than everyone else did. Well, it's been like four to five years. So yeah, like twelve she... to seventeen. She has uh, Jackson. She has Jack syndrome, like Robin Williams did in that one movie. Well, um, you, figure, you figure so they were introduced before he married Allison. Allison, they then get married have two kids one of the kids is now two. Oh yeah um so it's five to six years easily well since Rhaenyra well, ages very well well most of, them, most of them age very well well Viserys not marrying the 12 year old was it, definitely a save the cat moment i guess in the that show that was but... our first pervert of the podcast um so congrats on that one. Oh, on what yeah yes okay well so rick and morty um, what What'd you think, I Matt? I wasn't sure if this episode was <laughs> super deep and trying to be brilliant uh, and just missed the mark, or uh, maybe they nailed it. Oh, maybe all about it, death it was death. super weird. Like, there's no other show on television besides Rick and Morty that could kind of do this, and there's only so many episodes Every like this was inevitable right like there's only a matter of time before beth hooks up with the beth or, or some character hooks up with their other parallel universe self as as rick says uh with infinite universes it's bound to happen you do you so this is what i call the neckbeard um episode <laughs> where it only appeases the um 16, 17, 18 year old neckbeards or you know those guys who go up to college who've never actually interacted with women um, because 
it's just so bad. It's just so fanboyish. It's just so like, what if what? she she had sex with herself? <laughs> but what if this is like the ultimate expression of self love, right? Like Beth is a character who hates herself, right? And like it is a story about her falling in love with herself in a Rick and Morty fa fashion, where she no, literally no, falls in no. love with a clone of herself. So, sorry to go on a rant here. Go for it. The reason why I've hated this season so far is because ultimately Rick and Morty is a joke that they are playing on us. All right. We have consistently been told, you know, uh, continuity and, and, you know, writing for the fans is bad. And then this season, that's exactly what we're getting. They, it, really what this is, is them laughing at us for trying to find meaning in a neckbeard episode. Really what it is, is like, oh, how can we make something this stupid sound philosophical? And how can we like find deeper meaning when in reality they're like, let's just throw this episode out and, and, and see what happens. I mean, that's totally fine. It's, but like, it's the joke isn't on there, the joke is, on aren't us. there just like thousands of pieces of art that are just like fucking just awful shades of like one or two colors and you stare at it and you're like, why is this art? And then some snob comes up and it's like, it's an introspective design on like the human anatomy and you just like look um, back at it actually, and it's just like a white fucking like like painting it's like a painting with white and gray on it right, like, art, it would just make this spoiler. art matt i think your argument makes rick and morty technically art at this point spoiler alert i also fucking hate modern art so Ooh, um, uh, so let me ask you this so for context for the listeners i'm talking about like if you nerdy guys can remember um, and, Dare, and Daredevil, right? Uh, Kingpin loves this one piece of art, this gigantic white painting. And yeah. And is it a painting or is it a canvas? We just lost all, oh, our, all our listeners who are Banksy fans, Matt. <laughs> Thanks. Anyway. Tweet at Matt at Zeitgeist at Podcast on Twitter. Uh, tell him, uh, tweet at us your favorite piece of modern art. Or if you your favorite piece of Banksy art. Because he's a modern <laughs> artist I know. I love Banksy, uh, but uh, uh, I was in Raleigh, and there was one piece in this modern art museum where it was they took a bunch of dead mosquitoes and painted the mosquitoes, the dead mosquitoes, at different like levels. So there's like millions of dead mosquitoes, and some are like like piled up, and some are like not so piled up. And it's literally just this ten foot canvas of dead mosquitoes as paint. Right. Hmm. And so you have to ask yourself. Was the artist really high, or is this like an introspective like look at our society and how we're all just moths and flies to capitalism and it's killing us and we're being painted over? Oh, some other bullshit. I didn't get an art class. Uh, well, but what'd you think of the what'd you think of the Die Hard episode, Matt? Right, exactly. See, like, yeah, you you you, you could smoke enough weed and turn anything into art. <laughs> so, uh, the Die Hard episode, the Die Hard episode, I'm indifferent on because I love the episodes that are self-aware, uh, and it's non and it's like non-continuity. They get of lips and chips. Yeah, but like the fact that when they're in the Morty world, how oh, it's not a religion, it's not a religion, and it's totally a religion. <laughs> so, look, I feel like I lose followers every time I say this, but it's not a religion. Look, yeah. Uh, I, yes, I am not from this world. Yes, I am from uh, another 
uh, world uh, outside of this uh, existence. Uh, and yes, you're all my grandsons. And it's like, yeah, it's like, you know, super like, like Christian, you know, God says, we're all his children. You know, you're, you're all my sons. He's like, no, so you're all my grandsons, but this is not a religion. There is no God. We're in a video game. There's doubly no God here. And he just can't get any of them to because it does it sounds like a religion and you know what like if you it like totally does if you listen to like the behind the scenes like that's what the commentary was from the from the the writers was that they're, they're poking fun of religion you know like, that, that episode that episode has depth and layers and you know is self-aware and what i hated is the first episode was horrible the second level goes to the next level and it's awesome and then we're drugged back down with a neckbeard episode so I didn't, I didn't like. Were we just like Morty and Summer, it. just, just listening to the God, cringe? Their reactions were, <laughs> it was, were, were it pretty was so great. Funny watch, it was so funny watching their reactions for, to it all. How much I hated that episode when they're sitting there trying to eat, and everything's he's just going pouring on salt on his. <laughs> he just has a pile of salt on his food. Or when they're playing I video games, Summer's like playing video games, and then Morty gets into it, and she's like, "When did you all of a sudden you get into super realistic video games?" And their eyes are just zoned out, like just, you just know they're trying to like fucking like, forget their life. How about this super realistic video games? Like that's a fun Rick and Morty thing. Like they set it on ten, and then they go to asteroids, and then Morty Rick's <laughs> like, "Oh, because space is mostly nothing." Oh, see, yeah, it's like not realistic, like the way you think it's gonna be realistic. Uh, it was like Mortal Kombat, but they're trying to find each other to fight. <laughs> it starts at the beginning of their day. Like it's so, it's so funny. He <laughs> said like the bar going up is actually when it gets to the top that you forget why you were even fighting. <laughs> you forget, like that's such a good fucking reason. And like that was saying, like yeah, like asteroids is so long, you can record a message to your kid. <laughs> Like and like that's fun. Like you turn the realism up to ten in this deeper high tech space like video game console, uh, and it's just <laughs> it's literal realistic, not graphic realism. It's a good concept. Funny. You're right. It's a weird thing, but like, look, they signed a contract to do a hundred episodes. This was bound to happen. We're gonna get. We're gonna <laughs> get some. Gonna get, we're gonna have a mix of episodes. We're gonna scrape the it, bottom. It just angers me that you know Venture Brothers got canceled. Metal Lockwhips got canceled, just so they can make like these half-assed freaking Morty episodes that even like the diehard fans like Robbie aren't enamored with. I don't love the capitalism of Rick and Morty before and after the episodes. Like, oh, when you get there's like two commercials of Rick and Morty between Rick and Morty. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, they have that God of War one, and then they got Wendy's. <laughs> uh, at the end of the episode, too, it's like this week's new Pocket Mortys are this. Oh, yeah, Pocket, Pocket Mortys. They have an app. app. <laughs> and they even got like Christopher Lloyd to play Rick now. You know, and this it really is just shows you how popular Every it is. new episode, they get a new character in Pocket Mortys. Look, yeah, I also so, want to say so this. this I will definitively like, agree with Matt on this, and I think this is bullshit from the writers. Like, I have been liking jerry's character arc right jerry as like a character not like jerry that this specific character because we're interdimensional and stuff right but like we just like a strong jerry like i think like when you're a show writer and you're looking for things to imp- like to, to make new to the the tv show like having a strong jerry for like this season like it was a really like a really cool interesting idea uh and then you go back to this episode and jerry's like talking like just telling everyone like exactly how he's gonna kill himself with this blender that he's like a super so extra awkward. Line. yeah and then later on he like like 
curls up into like a snail. And, yeah. and Rick's like, oh, I forgot I installed that, right? And I'm like, oh, oh, so Rick, like, so Jerry's just like a piece of shit again. Like, we're just not gonna, we're just gonna get it, like, we're just gonna go back to season one Jerry, I guess. We're just gonna take away all that fucking character development. So, like, that was a and big bummer. To have, and have a threesome with your wife and one of them's a clone. <laughs> but which one? Yeah, you don't, they don't even know. Uh, yeah, that was weird. So, like, Mom Beth said she was the real one this episode, but Clone Beth said she was the real one like last episode, the episode before last. Uh, also, no one truly knows. I thought Clone, I thought Clone Beth was gonna be like a once a season kind of thing. I feel like is she been in like every Space episode? Beth? Space Beth, yeah. Yeah, she's been in like every episode this yeah, season. Yeah, I was like, oh, I guess she's like a she's kind of state. a main character. Yeah, I wonder right? if uh, Sarah Chalk Which got like double her mind. income or double, double her salary for doing two roles. They're like, now we'll just cut your lines in half. Boom, bitch. Can we talk about Jerry? Can we talk about this post credit scene? Yeah, yeah, that was funny. (laughs) He goes back to the Jerry Uh, And they're like, sorry, sometimes sometimes Jerry's coming to touch other Jerry's. And I was like, that's (laughs) so funny. But that's exactly what he wanted to do. He fucking meets a Jerry (laughs) by. Like in a sketchy ass alley. Yeah, that was so weird. And then they just walk. He's like, oh, cool. That's what it is. All right. Bye. <laughs> Just walks away. Well, I guess I have a lot to look forward to. It sounds like. Well, Major, you want to plug our social media? Yeah, you know I do. We are going to drop a link to our Discord in the description of this podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, we would love it. Super appreciate it if you gave us a like. If you could rate us five stars or whatever you want to. Just give us a rating. Review this motherfucker in app. Uh, or go on Twitter. You can tweet at us at Ziza Podcast. We'd love to hear what you think. I want to see some modern art being thrown our way. You know, the best of modern art, and then send us some absolute garbage. If I don't get a tweet with you won't know the difference with, with ten million, touche. I will not. You're right. I will not have the difference. But if I don't get a tweet with ten million flies uh, taped to a, a canvas, I will be back next week to talk about these same television shows so empty threats much like gladrail and rings of <laughs> power uh right. thanks for listening guys we really appreciate it and we'll see you, you next go. week i'm forced i'm major and i'm rabbi yeah baby and i see there. live long oh, and prosper. all right thanks for listening have a good one long and prosper